0: Hey, guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you all so much for all the support and all the feedback for my two recent podcast interviews that I did with two amazing female founders. Mary Ruth Guillaume, the founder of the Vitamin Empire, Mary Ruth's Organics. I loved interviewing her as well as my interview that I did with makeup master herself, Bobby Brown, who has recently founded a new clean makeup line called Jones Road Beauty. I loved interviewing both of them and thank you all so much for supporting and giving me all your feedback for those two episodes. I really appreciate it as we all aim to share more good news in the audio space in 2021. So happy spring to everyone. Here we are. Welcome to podcast number 87. Can't believe we've made it to 87. That's right. Today, we are going to be focusing on good news when it comes to our health and wellness, and ways that we can all be as fit and healthy as we possibly can, and ways that we can take proper care of our health. And that's something we should all be thinking about in 2021, especially as we're coming out of a global pandemic. I do believe that health and wellness are on everyone's minds minds right now. So whether you are a Tom Brady fan or not, the fact that he is 43 years old, pretty amazing, and playing the way he does, winning seven Super Bowl championships, it's all pretty incredible. Tom Brady is an extraordinary example of taking good care of his health, and he is such an inspiration to all of us who watch. Tom Brady's brand, TB12, is a health and wellness company founded by Tom Brady and his personal trainer, Alex Guerrero. In today's episode, I get the awesome opportunity to talk with the CEO of the company about their mission to help people perform better and live pain-free. John Burns is the amazing CEO of TB12, and John is personally responsible for leading all aspects of the company's operations and growth strategy, He has enjoyed a successful career in executive leadership and venture capital and brand building. And he's a dad of four kids. And pretty cool, Tom Brady is his boss. So what's Tom's secret to longevity? And let's talk about the future of Tom's brand, TB12. Let's get right to my conversation with the incredible CEO himself, John Burns, now from Massachusetts. Hi, John, how are you? How are you doing?
0: doing great thanks for having me today
1: oh it's so good to talk to you i've been such a fan of tb12 obviously such a fan of tom brady for so long since i used to work in boston and live in boston and um you know even now that he's gone to the buccaneers i'm still still a tom brady goat fan um but tell us how are you doing up in massachusetts how are things going how's your family How do you feel like the pulse is doing this now that we're in spring? I feel like things are getting better in Connecticut, but how is it for you guys in Massachusetts?
0: Yeah, I think absolutely things are getting a lot better. I'd say particularly the last uh, two to four weeks, I've noticed a very, very marked change. It's interesting if you go back over the last year, we were all in a pretty dark spot, you know, last March, April, May. And then, you know, I think the world started feeling a little bit like a new normal in the summer. It was probably the weather thing being here in the northeast boy and then like november december january hit and uh it was tough for a lot of people but we're super excited here um you know i think what we're seeing on our team at the company what we're seeing from our clients and customers uh the vibe's real good and i think we're all excited about moving back to normal um and I think that that day is coming i certainly feel it
1: yeah i do too and there is there has been such a shift i feel like as soon as we hit that first day of spring it started to like Everyone was in a better mood, and you know it definitely helps with this beautiful weather. So tell us about your your friend and uh, and colleague Tom Brady. How is he doing after that amazing Super Bowl win, the the seventh Super Bowl win at the age of forty three? I mean, for us, John, we're we're similar in age, I'm sure. And just you know, when we look at him at age forty three, seven Super Bowl wins, like how is he doing? I'm sure you talk to him often. How's he feeling after that big seventh? Seven Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, he's doing great. I mean, I think at a lot of levels. Um, certainly, at the age of forty-three, this past season, uh, I think he would tell you he feels um, physically and mentally as strong as ever, which is you know truly remarkable and amazing. I mean, there's a lot of tough sports out there, but football is certainly a contact export. And so to be able to feel that good at this age is incredible. Obviously an amazing personal journey last year with a big change to a new team, new market. Uh, Tom is human. He puts his pants on one leg at a time like the rest of us. And like anyone, if you do something for 20 years, you go to work at the same place every day for 20 years and you change, that's a big deal. And so he did that last year in the midst of a pandemic. And so um, I think got through all that very successfully physically feeling strong, emotionally feeling strong, and obviously, you know, sort of top of the world uh with the Super Bowl win, number 7 for Super Bowl wins for Tom. So he's doing great and you know, I will tell you for everyone listening out there, uh make no mistake about it, he's going for number 8. So he is as locked in and as focused as ever.
1: Yeah, I saw that on his Instagram and I was so excited when I saw him signing the papers. I was like, "Yes, this is happening. It's so exciting." So how would you say TB12, the company is doing right now in this moment? How would you say the company's doing?
0: I'd say right now in this very moment, I think I'm very pleased with how we're doing. Um, You know, it's interesting, uh, Tom and I were talking about this last week. If you went back to uh, call it the late 2019, early 2020. So call it, you know, December, 2019, January, 2020. um, We really felt like we were starting to hit our stride um, we had some good TB12 mojo going, and uh, obviously the world changed, and uh, we battled through it like everyone else, uh, both at the company level, but also personally, and uh, we were just commenting last week that uh, we're starting to feel that mojo come back a little bit. Uh, it's great for us because we have two pieces to our business. We have an e-commerce uh, part of our business, which uh, you know we're doing well there. We're very excited about that, but our in-person part of our business where people come to train with us one-on-one obviously obviously was materially impacted last year, but again, and going back to your first question uh, over the past few months, you know, that has begun to begin to return to normal. I don't know if it was the, again, good vibes of another Super Bowl win or good weather in new England or what, but in the last four weeks um, we've really seen that part of our business start to pick back up as well. So uh, yeah, the state of the union at TB 12 is strong. So we're, uh, we're feeling good.
1: Yeah, we like to hear that. We like the, that good news for you, John. That's awesome. So how did you and Tom meet? Tell me about like, how did that relationship even start?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a great question. So uh, for me, it's a, it was a little bit of a journey. Um, you know, I've been around helping build consumer branded businesses for the last 15, 20 years in a variety of capacities as they're investor, board member, CEO of a few different companies. And so I'm very uh, fortunate to have been able to do a number of really interesting things. And uh, as life happens sometimes, um, you find yourself in unique situations just uh, by sheer coincidence in life. And back in 2016, um, I hurt myself playing men's league hockey on a Monday night and uh, i always try and stay very active and healthy and fit and uh, i actually tore a muscle in my leg and i was black and blue from my hip to my knee and uh, i'm 49 now almost so just going back you know so i mid 40s at the time um i had never torn a muscle in my life of significance that i could remember and uh, not to mention gone black and blue and a friend of mine said you should go to tb12 in foxborough they'll fix you and get you better and obviously being a long time I'm a Boston guy. Obviously, knew Tom, knew the moniker TB12. Uh, certainly a Patriots fan, but I had no idea what TB12 the business was. And anyway, I went uh, went to TB12 in Foxborough, and for what was a rather significant injury for a guy in his mid 40s, which was probably many months of recovery. Uh, the team at TB12 got me better in two to three weeks for the most part. And so I was remarkably impressed and always having a nose for, you know, what are good opportunities. I said, wow, someone should talk to Tom about, you know, turning this into, you know, a real meaningful consumer brand and really impact a lot of lives. And so uh, around that time then too, I met his co-founder and uh, close friend, Alex Guerrero, and uh, you know, got to know Alex a little bit. And then probably in 2018, at some point, um, I had gotten introduced to Tom uh, formally at the first point. We would met in passing at a Patriots thing or two, you know, um, and uh, practice or whatnot, but never really met him personally and got to talking with him and Alex. And through that experience, you know, really decided we had a shared vision for what TB12, the company, could be not only economically, because obviously, you know, this is a business, so economics matter. But I think um, as or more important uh, from a uh, social standpoint for us, very, very important to impact as many lives as possible and really take all these learnings that Tom and Alex have had over the years and bring them to people all over the world. And so, you know, that was back in 2018, probably early 2018. And, uh, they asked me to be the CEO summer of 2018. And I've been here since late August, early September, 2018.
1: And, and you could say, and the rest is history. I love yeah, that story. Yeah. I love making that. making
0: history. We're I love that you history. were, yeah, making yeah.
1: history. I love that you were first a client. So yeah. This is what I'm so fascinated with, John. Um, I have friends and coworkers that have come to you guys and they all swear that you've fixed them, that basically they've gone in with an injury like you did with hockey. And I love that because I'm a hockey mom and I play hockey myself. So fingers crossed, I never have Mm -hmm. that um, injury like you had, but um, people come in, they they say they've been fixed. So how exactly do you do that? Like, what is the magic? I wanna know, it's amazing.
0: So I will steal a phrase from Tom. Uh, it's not one thing; it's everything, right? So it's a lot of a lot of choices go into it. But that being said, I, I say that a little bit tongue in cheek because when it comes to being injured, and it comes to what's kind of the key for us that makes the biggest difference, there is one thing, and it's this notion of muscle. Play pliability. And, uh, you know, Tom preaches about it all the time, but the lengthening and elongating of the muscles and relaxing of the muscles. So you can get full muscle recruitment for your activities. You can have balance in your body and restore a certain degree of like fluidity to your body in terms of movement. So if your body is moving well, right, your muscles are working properly, your joints are working properly, you're not you're less likely to be subject to injuries. And so uh, for us, the biggest part of how we help people get better is by focusing on this notion of muscle pliability. So you come to TB12 working one-on-one with a body coach, Um, They will actually put their hands on you uh, is manual therapy to work your body through a series of motions and activities to really make sure those muscles are being lengthened and softened so they can uh, they can work and function and fire properly. And I think, you know, there's a lot of good in traditional medicine, but there's also a lot of routine and uh, a lot of closed mindedness to new ideas. And uh, we just take a very different and I will tell you, very aggressive approach. So if you hurt your knee, Nina, and you say you're, you know, got a bad knee and you go to physical therapy, you're going to go to your physical therapist, you know, twice a week for, six weeks or whatever it is, you know, typically 12 sessions is a typical physical therapy. And, you know, you go in and you get some heat and then you get some, you know, stim and then you get some exercises and you get some ice and it's like the same routine. Well, you come to TB12 with that bad knee. We're gonna get you on a massage table. We're gonna put hands on your knee. We're gonna put hands on your quads, hands, hands on your calf. We're gonna lengthen everything around the knee to really make sure that that knee can function and and operate properly. And through that more aggressive approach and focusing on pliability, we're able to have extraordinary results. And I mean, results like, you know, take the typical ACL injury, which can be a 10 to 12 month recovery time. You know, we can oftentimes get athletes back in six months. You know, uh, Tom's a great example of that. Julian Edelman hurt his knee a couple of years ago. We got him back, that's pretty well publicized. Um, So it's this notion of muscle pliability and and really aggressive form of hands-on manual therapy.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. But I guess now everyone wants to know, when are you coming to our neighborhood? So tell us now, I know you have two locations in Massachusetts, right? You have Foxborough and Boston, right? And then you just opened in Tampa, which is awesome for our friends down in Florida. But so what are your expansion plans? Because obviously we all want a TB12. I mean, specifically me, I'm biased. I want one in Connecticut, but when are you coming? Like when are you expanding? What are your what are your plans to come to 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 all of us?
0: Yeah, well, uh, you know, my answer today is fortunately uh we're back to focus on expansion. Obviously, as I was saying earlier in January 2020, we we felt like we had our mojo and we were ready for world domination and opening TB12 performance and recovery centers everywhere. But you know, COVID threw us a curveball, but we're back to focus on growth. And so uh, we're gonna grow our business in a couple ways. There's certainly our e-commerce business which will continue to grow. But relative to the physical experiences of um, uh, working with a TB12 body coach, we're gonna continue in a staged fashion rolling out um, TB12 owned performance and recovery centers. Uh, secondly, we're gonna work with um, some different partners. So we're talking to a uh, one or two key large fitness um, businesses about co-locating TB12 body coaches in their facilities. So I'd hope to have some news on that in the next 60 days. Uh, and then uh, lastly, we are looking to launch uh, very shortly uh, in the next six to eight weeks uh, what we call an affiliate provider certification programs. So if you are a physical therapist, a chiropractor, a licensed um, masseuse, if you are a um, athletic trainer we will certify you as an affiliate provider in TB12. And so we'll teach you some of the hands-on manual therapy so you can bring it to your clinic and your practice. And a lot of this, Nina, ties back to what I said before, which is part of our mission here, which is to try and get as many uh, people healthy as we can and help as many people live as pain-free as we can and as you appropriately point out, to do that, we need to give people like you the opportunity to work with a TB12 body coach. And you know, we, uh, we know we can't do it on our own and we know what we're doing is very uh, important. It's also proven. Uh, so we wanna let other healthcare providers and practitioners learn what we do and bring it to their clinic and their practice.
1: That's awesome. So when you're saying like it might be in a gym, like an equinox, you're saying like it might be that's something.
0: Yeah. Think of a big chain that might be, a you know, a good, good idea yeah. of one. But yeah, big chain like that, um, that has a massive uh, physical footprint already. You know, one of the hardest things I've been involved with a lot of different businesses, but one of the hardest things to do in business is to scale uh businesses with doors i call them businesses with doors doesn't matter if it's a gym a restaurant a retail store there's just a lot to it you have to deal with physical space landlords Lots of people. There's a lot to it. So um, as I look at growing our business and we think about what are the opportunities, you know, how can we take our core IP and our knowledge, which is this whole TB12 method, how can we put it out there in the world more quickly? Um, you know, one way is not having to worry about real estate, so finding partners who have space, uh, and the other is, as I said, you know, uh, an affiliate certification program.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And then some of the cities that you've been talking about in the past are Miami, New York. Are those still California I know was on your list are those still all like in in the works as well
0: yeah so uh, obviously I think you're um, uh, well versed in what we're thinking about because I'm hopeful for New York I'm sort
1: of like okay that's close to me I can get on the train
0: so if we went back uh, if we went back you know a year year and a half um, I was spending a lot of time in southern Florida was spending a lot of time in Manhattan and some of the suburbs uh, California Uh, So those are, you know, those are all markets we're interested in. You know, we are, as a business, uh, we're not Tom Brady. We're inspired by Tom. And I think that's something people get a little confused with over time. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, people tend to think of us a little bit as a Boston company. But truth is, when you look at where our customers are, uh, certainly Massachusetts, New England's a big area. Florida is a big area now for us as well. But California, Texas, New York. Pennsylvania, um, all big markets for us. So, uh, and California is so big, you know, it's Northern and Southern California. Um, So we're, you know, we're pretty excited about growth. And, you know, we know that the world needs more of what we do because we see thousands of people every year in person. And, you know, I love to meet people like you who have spoken with people who've been to see us and um, have friends who've been to see us and, and tell the stories because our clients and our customers are our greatest marketing. Uh, and it's a function of the results that we're able to produce.
1: Yeah, seriously. You guys have such good word of mouth. It's incredible. So one of the things I'm living proof, Nina. I know you proof. are. Yeah. I know. I I love walk that. without a limp. <laughs> I love that. And you're, I hope you're back to playing hockey, John.
0: Yes. Yes, okay, definitely. Good.
1: Okay, good. I like that. Um, so one of the things that I love that I focus on a lot with, with my business, especially in the past year, is mindset. And mindset for me is always like pretty much 100% of everything. So I love one of the things that you and Tom talk about so much is that how you apply the winning mindset to everything. So how would you say we could apply that winning mindset that you guys talk about? How can we apply that to our daily lives, just the average person out there listening?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, it's a really, really important topic and we could probably speak for hours about winning mindsets and, you know, the advantage we have here at TB12 and I'm really blessed because not only do we have the opportunity to, you know, interact with people like Tom Brady, but You know, we have our own podcast series, as you know, and we interview world champion athletes. And uh, what you notice with all these high performers over time is there is this certain mindset. And, you know, I'd highlight a couple of things. Like I said, this could go on for hours, this conversation. But I think there's a few things that always seem to stand out for me relative to what we talk about a winning mindset and how Tom thinks about it, but also what we've learned from others. You know, and I think for one, um, being positive. You know, and I think that's easier said than done for a lot of people, but you know, truly trying to remain positive matters. And part of being positive is hopeful. And we see so much of it in our uh, performance and recovery centers where people come to us and they've been hurt for three years, have not been able to get better. And we give them hope and we give them that comfort and that positive outlook that they can get better. And so I think a lot of this starts with being positive and having hope. The second thing is, I think, having a solutions-based mindset. I think, you know, most winners and winning mindset, you know, um, they focus on the solutions, not the problems. And I think we live in a world where so many people focus on the problems and talk about the problems. And uh, social media and digital has made talking about problems so easy few people talk about the solutions. So Tom and I, and, and Alex, we, we share a belief and it's a very simple saying um, well done is better than well said. Right. So you see a problem, go do something about it. Right. So I think ha- having a, you know, a solutions oriented mindset matters. I think um, another part of a, a winning mindset is really important. I think clarity of purpose, right. Knowing what, why you're doing, what you're doing. So one of the amazing things about Tom is at the age of 35, he decided he wanted to play till he's 45, right? Every single decision he makes is to support that goal to get to 45. And, you know, you referenced he just signed another contract. You know, if he did the math on his birthday, if he didn't sign the other contract, he would have been done at 44. Well, Tom's not going to be done at 44. He's going to be done at 45. So that clarity of purpose and then the accompanying – um alignment of every decision and every choice you make to that purpose it creates for for the winning for the champions out there and the people with the winning mindset the high achievers the really high achievers it creates an extraordinary amount of simplification which i don't think most of us who live day-to-day life get to appreciate you know the the real champions the winners out there because of that clarity of purpose they're making all their decisions based on that and it all all ties back to that. So if it doesn't fit, they don't do it. Right. And I think we all live in such a hectic world these days, you know, everything's overcomplicated. You know, it's hard. And so that simplification is a result of that, you know, clarity of purpose and alignment. So I think those four or five things, you know, really matter, you know, being positive, having a little hope, as we talked about, you know, the clarity of purpose, being solutions oriented, and, you know, just staying true to that course. I think those are all things that, that, that really matter. In terms of having a winning mindset.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And that positive attitude is always going to pay off in the end. I truly believe that. So, John, what would you say about um consumer behaviors during COVID? And now hopefully we're at the tail end of, of, of the of the pandemic here, now that people are getting vaccinated and things are getting better. But would you say that now there's like even more? I mean, I believe there is, but more of an emphasis on health and wellness because of COVID? And then how do you think that will benefit um, TB12 as a company, as a brand?
0: You know, Nina, I think there's two parts to that answer. Um, I'll, I'll go up a level and answer the first one, which is just based on my experiences building a lot of consumer brands. Uh, and it's a comment around consumer behavior in general. One of the hardest things to do is to change consumer behavior. Um, And the the analogy I like to draw is, you know, around all the research and habits, right? People develop consumer behaviors out of habit. So I think you'll find the most successful consumer companies, branding companies, um, they basically capitalize on existing consumer behaviors and or make them uh, easier and simpler. They take the friction out Uh, because if you if you try and change behavior, it's like swimming upstream. Um, so it's really hard to do. Now let's bring that back to COVID and specifically your question. The amazing thing to me about COVID, and I've had plenty of time like the rest of us to sit back and observe and watch, but I had a unique vantage point given my profession and uh, my experiences. I've really looked at it in terms of what has it done to consumer behavior. So rather than me Um, Being a company, let's say, trying to get you to change your behavior over five, 10 years, like people's behaviors changed overnight. They were forced to change overnight. So the interesting thing, if you go back many, many months now, and this COVID experience we've all had, it was very hard to understand early on what would be the lasting impacts in terms of behavior? And I definitely came down in a camp where it sounds like maybe you are just based on a question. I do believe the unique opportunity we have now is people truly understand the value of health and wellness. Like, this became real for people. Like, unfortunately, it became very real. Um, and, you know, uh, unfortunately a lot of people have passed away as a result of COVID. And, um, there's a lot of healthy people that just, you know, got an unlucky number in this whole thing. And so it became real. So health and wellness, you know, is, is now, a absolutely it was, it's been a trend, but now it's right in front of everyone's, you know, eyes. And so I think health and wellness is absolutely more important right now. People get that it's a life and death matter oftentimes, and uh, the interest of it is very high. And look, I think there's going to be some things that change from a consumer behavior standpoint. You know, if you look at the in fitness, like if you look at the boom and boutique fitness and all the soul cycles and, you know, other brands out there, um, you know, because of COVID, we've all been forced to do more stuff at home. And now we all have the tools to do it at home. And so are people going to go back? Yeah, they're going to go back. But I don't know that they're going to go back four or five days a week that go back two days a week, three days a week, because I think people will still want the community aspect of it. But they've got new habits. And they're focused now on, you know, they can do things more conveniently at home. So look, I think there's changes in consumer behavior um, at a high level. There's uh, what does that mean for health and wellness? And then now I think we're at the point as the world's reemerging. We're all about to see what are those real effects, right? And I made a prediction on one relative to boutique fitness right there. But we're going to now it's going to get real. Um, uh, I think we're going to return to normal at some level, but it's going to be a different normal because consumers have new behaviors and new habits.
1: Yeah. Plus we all love our Peloton, John.
0: Yeah, that's true. Right. I know. Yeah. never
1: thought I'd be a Peloton girl, but I am now. So, um, <laughs> Well, you talked about habits, John. So one thing I love to give my listeners are some like simple, easy habits. What would you suggest for all of us to be living a better, healthier lifestyle? What are some things as far as simple habits that we can all start doing every day? You know, one of the things I started doing was drinking more water, but like, what are your favorite things to sort of give people that good advice about living a healthier lifestyle and the TB12 method? What would you say?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, well, you hit on a great one. I mean, there's a few very simple things, right? And one of the things we deal with here a lot at TB12 is, you know, uh, we've got this amazing namesake for the brand, probably the most successful athlete of all time. And uh, I would say, arguably, one of the most inspiring people from the standpoint of making the right choices in life to take care of himself. Um, But a lot of people feel that is overwhelming. Right. Oh my God, I can't be Tom Brady. So your question's a really good one because you don't have to be Tom Brady. There's actually some really simple things you can do. And you hit the nail on the head on the one that I oftentimes use is the simplest and easiest. Drink water. Um And, you know, water is critical to our health and it serves so many functions, including one thing that doesn't get talked about a lot, but it actually helps with the detoxification in the body, right? So you need water. Um, So hydrate. And I always tell people, um, I've never seen Tom Brady without a water bottle. I have never seen him without a water bottle. And if I shared with you how much water, you know, he drank every day, you'd want to snorkel like he drinks water all the time. So hydrate, I think is one that's a super simple thing to do. We would advocate for you here at TB12, you should spend 15 minutes a day working on your pliability. Um, So rolling out, working on tight areas, being real methodical about it. That's a really simple thing you can do. And as you age, your body wants to tighten up and become less mobile. If you develop a very simple habit, even if when you're watching TV at night. Just roll out for 15 minutes while you're doing it. After one, two, three weeks, you're going to notice a difference. You're going to move better. You're going to have less pain, and ultimately be able to perform better in whatever sports you like to to do or activities you like to do, Peloton or otherwise. Um, so there's two simple ones, and then maybe just lastly for a third, because I could go on for again. And a couple hours on healthy habits. Um, another real simple one is include vegetables in every meal that you eat. And a lot of people talk about a plant-based or plant-rich diet. I eat meat and we're okay with all things in moderation here. I probably eat a little more meat than I should if I'm being totally candid. But um, personally for me, um, I do a few weird things with food. And so um, my kids will always laugh. They'll see me eating a salad at breakfast, right? We have these like cultural conventions on food. Right. Where it's like you eat this at this time, you eat that at that time. And I think if you reframe a little bit why you're eating, uh, you're eating for fuel, um, you know, plants at every meal. And, you know, I think sometimes for people, you know, breakfast is a hard one. Right. How am I going to eat uh, plants, they eat fruit a lot for breakfast. Right. But I always use that example. Like I oftentimes a have a salad at breakfast. Um, and it's a weird it's a weird way to start a day. You know, if you think about it from social norms. But I feel great when I do it feel Great. Cup of coffee and a salad. It's a hell of a way to start a day, Nina. Oh my God. <laughs> your kid,
1: yeah, your kids must be so confused. I love it. That's hilarious. But yeah, I love the, the vegetables at every meal. I'm going to work on that with my own kids because we one of a one a hockey coach once said to, to my kids, you have to have green on your plate every single night. You have to have a green on your plate. Tell your parents you have to have it. And now I'm going to say we actually have to have it at every every meal, not just at dinner. That's so good. So tell us a little bit. Uh, about Tom Brady's plant based diet, you mentioned it, I know he, you know, he follows the plant based diet. So I'm always curious, like, how as for him as an athlete, like, how does he get his protein? Because that's one of the things that I've often struggled with plant based. Um, I, I love protein. So I'm just wondering, how does he get enough protein as a as an athlete?
0: Yeah. um, And that's, you know, for people who, you know, that's who focus on like being vegetarian, as an example, or even vegan. uh, That's obviously one of the big things that comes up. And look, there's a lot of plant based protein options in food. Um, you know, get dependent upon your dietary tastes and preferences. Certainly, um, you know legumes and beans, things like that, is a great opportunity. It's um, certainly selectively. Obviously, we don't advocate for a lot of soy, but you know, tofu is another alternative for people. Um, but look, at the end of the day, uh, there's a lot of misnomers out there about being "quote unquote" plant-based. Um, I heard a phrase a couple of weeks ago from a friend of ours, uh, Dr. Mark Hyman, and he uses the phrase "plant-rich." and i'm trying to get us to transition to that a little bit because i really like the phrase because plant-based kind of to all you're doing is eating plants and it leads to the question you just brought up but i think a plant-rich diet you know sort of to me implies eating as much as possible in terms of plants and that's what tom does right he's eating veg plenty of vegetables plant-based um, but he does eat meat you know we talk a lot about all things in moderation you know when he's eating meat uh it's you know, it's good meat, it's, you know, grass fed, organic, you know, uh, hopefully locally raised, depending on where he is. So, you know, it's, it's humanely treated. So, you know, not loaded with antibiotics. So trying to make good choices there. Um, but then also too, and I'll do a shameless plug here for a second, uh, TB12 plant-based protein, uh, or even our whey protein. So people who are trying to, uh, do a lot more, uh, plant-based, you know, legumes, beans, nuts, obviously, but there's now some really great, um, Protein supplements on the market uh, as well. And uh, we're proud of ours, but and that's obviously something Tom uses. But um if if you're not into ours, there's plenty of other alternatives out there as well.
1: And how are you as a dad, John, trying to get your kids to, you know, start living the healthy lifestyle and taking proper care of their health? Because that's something I think I know as a mom, and I know I have a lot of mom listeners out there. That's something that we can sometimes struggle with especially in the past year it's been a struggle I feel like so what are things that you do as a parent to sort of implement those good habits
0: with your kids yeah it's hard, right? And I think everyone's got a different family situation, right? There's some single parents out there. There's obviously, um, you know, couples out there parenting. And I think, you know, depending upon your circumstances, you're going to be dealing with, um, you know, different issues. And I think in my family, it's my wife and I. And, um, you know, I think we both share a desire for our kids to be healthy, but we're also faced with very real constraints. You know, I work a lot um my wife's incredibly busy uh she works a little bit but also you know busy with all the kids and driving and everything's going on so we have the same problems that everyone else has you know and keeping everyone healthy and um look we try and have our kids develop good habits uh, i've got four kids uh and the one thing i've learned with kids is although they came from the same parents and they grew up in the same house. They're all different. It's actually remarkable. And uh, some of them do better than others. And so you do the best you can to encourage them. Uh, We try and make good choices relative to what we put in the cabinets. You know, we're not going to stop them from getting an ice cream with their friends. Like if you want to ride your bike in the center of town and you're 12 years old and get an ice cream, like, okay, you rode your bike and you got an ice cream. You're a 12-year-old kid. No problem. But we don't need to have ice cream in the freezer every night. So when we're not there, they're, you know... Uh, taking down ice cream when we're not looking. Um, so look, we we do what a lot of parents do. You just try and create an environment where um, they're not faced with difficult choices that their young minds are not ready to deal with every day, right? Because look, at the end of the day with food, and you talk to some of the world's leading food experts, some of your body's uh, chemical and hormonal responses to food mimic uh, substances, right chemical substances like drugs and you can get from sugar you know a chemical reaction in your body that's not unlike recreational drugs if you have enough of it right so you have to as a parent i think be smart and um you know provide an environment where your kids are um you know afforded the opportunity to make the right choices and i tell you what um we've been pretty lucky so far most of the time our kids do we try and keep our kids active you know we'll let them pick their sports do whatever they want like i said i got four kids um, one of them uh it's, you know, she'll work out for fun, actually. So she's just found a love for it at a young age. Um, But not all of them are like that. So you know, you kind of prod the ones that are a little less likely to do that to walk the dog. And, you know, there's little things you can do as a parent, as I'm sure you know, and a lot of your listeners know.
1: Yeah, that's such good advice. I love that. Even walking the dog is a positive thing. Yep. Moving your body yeah. every day. Yeah. So John, what is your relationship like with Tom Brady? Would you say, you know, do you talk to him every day? And what is it like? I mean, is he your boss? Are you his boss? How does that dynamic work?
0: Uh, that's a great question. So, um, yeah, he's uh, technically he's my boss. He's definitely he's your my boss. boss. Yeah. Oh my gosh, him, yeah. Him, him and Alex are my bosses. Yeah. So that I have is a very so unique,
1: crazy. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. Yeah. I have a very, um, uh, I, I always tell people, um, they're always, you know, cause I get a lot of requests for different stuff from time to time. And people ask for different things. Things and I say, look, I only have one autograph of Tom's, and it's my offer letter when I started coming to the company. So I'm probably the only one in the world with one of those at the moment. So, um, I uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, it's a pretty unique situation. Tom's obviously a great leader. Um, he's certainly been captain of a football team for years. Uh, you couldn't have a better guy to work with, work for. So you know, very blessed by that. Um, yeah, we communicate all the time. You know, this I've been with Tom and Alex now for about three years. Um, this last six months was a little Different, just given the dynamic in Tampa and what he was going through with the season and that transition. And by different, I mean, you know, we probably went from talking every day to talking every couple days, every few days. Um, you know, now the season has ended um, and he's had a little time to decompress. Uh, we're sort of back in our normal groove, communicating all the time. Um, he's very passionate about three things um, his family, football, and TB12. And he's so passionate about TB12 because it's what him and Alex have worked on for over 15 years together. It's this lifestyle. He lives it, right? So for him, it's about giving back to people what he's learned. And so he's super passionate about it. Um, He is a fiery competitor. And so what you know of Tom on the field, uh, I can promise you he brings to the business world too. And uh, and I appreciate and respect that about him. And uh, I think our team does as well. And uh, it's been it's been great. It's been great. It's been a good journey so far.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. Your your kids must love that, too. Going around saying that (laughs) their dad, their dad works for Tom Brady. That's so cool. So, they did John, at first,
0: but then it got a little old for him. After yeah, right. a right,
1: yeah. yeah, right. And now, now that he left, now that he left New England, it might be a little, it might be a little, <laughs> a little, a little yeah. touchy. Um, yeah. So, John, how is the podcast going? Before I let you go, um, how's that going? I know it's new for you, and like obviously, you know, you're, you you don't have a broadcast background, so all of a sudden you're hosting this awesome podcast that we all love listening to. But how's that going for you?
0: Uh, It's been great. I appreciate you asking. And it's, it's funny, I just a quick aside, I was joking with someone the other day. Um, I think if I could do it all over again, I would have started a little more slowly and like interviewed my college roommate and then done this and that. But no, we just we just jumped in Nina two feet and started interviewing, obviously, uh, you know, world renowned uh, scientists and authors and world champions. And, you know, it's been great. And I think, you know, our mission and our goal with the podcast is really to share the stories of some truly amazing people, um, people who we believe believe, um, align in some fashion, either from a mindset or lifestyle standpoint, uh, or story uh, standpoint, with what we do here at TB12 every day. Uh, We've had, you know, world champion CrossFit athletes on, men's and women champions. We've had, you know, uh, Mark Hyman, William Lee, David Sinclair is a leading authority on aging. Uh, We've got some great ones coming up here as well the next few weeks. Um, In fact, uh, tomorrow we're dropping one with Venus Williams, which I'm excited about a real, real cool initiative. So look, it's, it's been a really exciting project for us to work on. And uh, we've just been thrilled to have the support, um, you know, that we've had um, from our, from our listeners and, you know, from our friends and family here at TB12.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, the audio space is so, so much better for it. So congratulations on the new podcast so john how can everyone follow along to see what's coming up in 2021 it sounds like it's going to be a really big year of growth for you guys which is awesome and hopefully you'll come to connecticut fingers crossed shameless plug but how can everyone follow along is it your instagram your is that really the best place your website what would you say
0: yeah, I'd say probably the um, couple places we're most active, uh, obviously, uh, we do have a website, tb12sports.com, you can check us out there, lots of information, you can learn more about TB12, book a session, even virtually with a TB12 body coach, and then we're, we're fairly active on social media, I'd say, probably the places we're most active on social media would be Instagram and uh, and Twitter, so you can look us up on either of those, obviously, TB12 Sports, easy to find there as well, uh, if you're interested, you go to our website, you can sign up for Our emails. Uh, We send probably three or four emails every week and a combination of information and education and uh, product updates and news. So you can learn more there as well.
1: Okay, awesome. And some of your products are now at Whole Foods, correct?
0: They are. Yeah, we're very fortunate. We are in um, Whole Foods, New England, and uh, Whole Foods in Florida, probably expanding a little bit more uh, from there. We're also available in Publix in Florida. So.
1: Oh, we love Publix. Yeah, that's my nice. mom's favorite supermarket. So love Publix. Awesome. Okay, well, John Byrne, CEO of TB12, thank you so much for bringing all the good news about how we can all stay healthy and take better care of ourselves in 2021. And also just sharing all the goodness that you and Alex and Tom are doing so well up in, up in Boston. So keep up the good work and thanks so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Remember, you can find Nina's Got Good News on iTunes and Spotify. Also on Google Play, Stitcher, and Outcast. And now we are also on Pandora. Please be sure to subscribe. Also, rate and review all her podcasts, too. And be sure to share it with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community in the audio space. Please follow my mom on Instagram. Her handle is Nina B. Clark. Don't forget, Clark has an E at the end of it. For now, I'm Blaine Clark. Thank you again for listening, and let's just keep being awesome. X-O-X-L.